Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. Megan and I are getting together again to discuss how you can't solve a problem at the level of the problem. You got to go high vibe. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. Before I present it, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I'm doing a massive fundraiser for four girls with autism, and I'm really hoping that you can donate and spread the word around, spread the link around. Um, Full disclosure, one of the girls is my daughter, and I'm really hoping not just her, but so many individuals with autism can find their way to their forever home. Have a great episode. Thanks for listening. Hi, Megan. How are you? Thank you for showing up today. I'm so blessed to have this time with you. Thank you, Jenna. I am too. Thank you for having me back. Oh, I'm loving this. I want to talk today about how you can't solve a problem at the level of the problem. Yes. Yes. I did happen to check the interwebs before we started. And there certainly are a lot of quotes by very smart people about that same kind of idea. Yeah. You want to hit us up? Oh yeah. The one that came up first was from Einstein, the greatest inventor of our time, such a genius, not only scientifically, but I think he had a good heart too. It seems the more I hear about Einstein, the more I'm going, that dude was spiritual. He, He really was. Here's what he says about our topic. We can't solve a problem by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. Thank you. Yes. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. He's the, the ultimate problem solver. That is what, that's what a scientist, I think in our own lives, we can definitely use a scientific approach in a way to solving problems. It doesn't have to be good or bad or stressful. Let's see what happens if I do it this way. Oh, okay. That's the feedback I got. That may not work. Let me see what happens if I do it this way. It's the mindset that you're in, that if you're solving in a scientific way or not a scientific way, it's either one's great. Also, if you have a mindset that's positive, then I think mm-hmm. that's probably where he's going with that too, right? Yes, absolutely. That's one thing that Tony Robbins says, his quote on problems is every problem is a gift. Without them, we couldn't grow. It's so true. I'm a big proponent of this. I've really tried to adopt that state of mind because for my entire life, I had a tendency to play the victim. But this year, I said, let me just try and be the shero of my story. So when I'm faced with a problem, I don't just cower and say, oh, what was me? No, I'm going to be a shero and there's a solution. Let me open up my mind to what it might be. What would Wonder Woman do here? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Well, first she'd throw her cape back. But there's a school of therapy. They call it narrative therapy. When you can take yourself out of your problem, you look at it like someone else's situation. 
what would that person do? This is Wonder Woman's thing. How's Wonder Woman going to save the day? And you can give you a different perspective when it's not you. Completely. That's so fun. We can solve everybody else's problems. Absolutely. We can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is so great. So delicious, Jenna. Thank you. (laughs) Narrative therapy. I like that. Yep. It's a real thing. I find that if we don't address our problems, they tend to come up again and again. I had a, a wise woman once tell me that if you don't address your problems, then they're going to come up every seven years. Every like, seven years. Yeah. Like major things, like a seven year itch in a way. That's interesting. So yeah, um, Oprah said that, and I agree with you. The universe throws you a furball and then you don't get it. And then it throws you a pebble and then it throws you a rock. It just keeps getting bigger, but it's the same thing. Now that's a brick's coming through your window and you still don't get it. It's going to be worse next time. I, I don't exactly. disagree with that. Yeah. And that's what they were saying is that the more you ignore the problem, the longer it's going to take you to get to the solution. It becomes more and more out of reach and the problem gets bigger, right? Yeah. You got to face the problem head on. And maybe we should change that word. Maybe it's an opportunity. If you look at it Mm -hmm. like an opportunity, you think problem right away. My mind goes to doom and gloom. I think opportunity. Okay. I have an opportunity that there's room to shift. Like there's possibility and opportunity. Absolutely. That is a delicious reframe right there. (laughs) I love that one. So start out day one, you don't even think of your problems as problems. You think of them as opportunities. Or the word challenges. Same thing. I would replace that with opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The better the opportunity, the more potential for deliciousness. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we got step one is erase the word problem from your vocabulary. Replace it with opportunity. Step two is think of it like narrative therapy, right? Take yourself out of the equation. What would the Shiro do? What would the Shiro do? Carolyn Miss uh, talks about that. What word could you, would you promise to never use again? And I think problem, that's a, and I couldn't think of a word that I would give up for life, but I'm thinking problems, probably a good one. I know blame, I think was one of hers. That's really awesome. Let's just give up that word, banish it. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Give you points for that. Okay. Heard it right here, folks. <laughs> yeah, up the word forever. Yeah. One thing as as well is MJ Ryan mentioned this in her uh, book, Trusting Yourself, is when you are faced with an opportunity, you go easy on yourself because we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect. At the end of the day, we're just learning. We're all learning. That's what we can say. If you have an opportunity, it doesn't go the way that you thought it would. Then you say, I'm learning. Yeah. That opens up more opportunities. That's true. Go easy on yourself. Yes. I agree with you. You have an opportunity to be learning. I had a principal when I was a Spanish teacher and, and I was in my twenties, had his name and then head learner on the door underneath. 
Oh, that's great. Beautiful. Yes. It's awesome. This goes for forgiveness too. Oh, you have more quotes? I'm just looking over. Oh, there, there is one more. Some challenging, some <laughs> opportunities don't need solving. We need maturity to outgrow them. Oh. So that's an interesting perspective. So when you change, the circumstances change. Yes. And Dyer says, when you change the way you look at everything, everything that you look at changes. Yes. Yes. And that's back to reframe. Oh, and here's another good one. And then that's what I got. Problems are not stop signs. They are guidelines. Oh, wow. That's a mic drop. That's an interesting reframe as well. So it means... Just like an internal GPS, you might have to reroute. I'm hearing all these spiritual people at one time. I'm hearing Abraham Hicks say you have a lot of momentum on this. When you have a quote unquote, we'll use the word problem. You have momentum on this. There's energy on this. There's an energy, almost like an opposite energy of beauty. What's the flip side of that problem? Mm -hmm. An opportunity to dive into. And maybe that's what it means by guidelines. Like I need to take a moment now and dive into this situation and go within to find a beautiful next step, if you will. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well said, Jenna. Thank you. I don't know. I just got overwhelmed with intuition and (laughs) all these voices coming at me at one time, one speaker at a time, please. It's really cool. God is like, I got, may I speak? Is this thing on? You've got the mic is on for all of those people. Yeah. God, the mic is on. You can just, you know, pipe up if you want any point. We want to welcome, <laughs> welcome God into this conversation. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a momentous, energy filled, kind, caring, like a piece of clay that you can create something beautiful from. Yes. It's a moment of art, really. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It wouldn't be a problem if you didn't care. This is true too. Sometimes circumstances happen or energy shifts or things change. We look at them as problems, but they're really not. We look at them in a negative light, I'll say. And and they're, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, let's yes. Say if, a job change or somebody leaves, you have a breakup or maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. Transition. It's not necessarily a negative transition. That's all about the reframe and the looking for the opportunity. There could be moments of processing those emotions and the sadness. We don't want to be promoting toxic positivity. Definitely the best way forward is not to dwell, it's to find the opportunity. Yeah, to be high vibe, which is mm-hmm. my story. We talk a lot about magic or you hear a lot about magic and high vibe, but it's real. It really works. I've been working on manifesting a golden retriever, but I can't have a golden retriever right now because I got a rug situation. I'm not getting a puppy with rugs. I just keep thinking about it, manifesting it was high vibe kind of material, golden retriever. Then there was a community where I live in my town that I wanted to move into. We'll call it Applegate Farms, just for fun. A couple of weeks ago, 
I went uptown. I had to go to a store and I had to go to the bank. And I just decided randomly the order I was going to go in, which turned out to be really important, even though it was some rando decision. I decided to go to the bank second and the store first. I just didn't want to get involved at the bank right yet. <laughs> and then because I'd gone to the bank second, I was walking left instead of right. Now down the street comes this woman with this gorgeous golden retriever. I just got all excited because I'm manifesting golden retrievers. Yeah. I started talking to her and I was all high vibe. I was so high vibe because I had done forgiveness meditations. I really had just forgiven a lot of people that really were important to me and let so much stuff go. I was feeling so good about it. Forgiveness is so underrated. And I was really excited about and just in love with life. Here comes this woman and we're talking and she says, I love this dog, but I need someone to watch it sometimes because the dog can't be alone. I said, I will watch your dog for you. Like I would, she says, you live around here? I said, yeah, I live around the corner. I said, where do you live? I live in this development Applegate Farms. Have you heard of it? Ah. I said, oh my God, I want to move there. We're going to be neighbors. There was nothing for sale. That was Monday. I was waiting for my daughter and her friend to come out of a place to get their food. I looked down and bang, there was something for sale in uh, Applegate Farms. The next day I manifested that. Wow. But then we went, we drove right to the place because I wanted to see where it was. And I drove by and the doors open and there's the glass door, the storm door. Two houses down from this woman with a house I wanted is there's the dog sitting in. The ah. <laughs> then the next day I went with a realtor to see the house. And then I went over to her house again and spent time with the dog. A couple of other times she's asked us to come over and I have this loner dog. All because... I just manifested this dog is now in my life. I just went to the bank and to a store because I was so high vibe. She said there was just something about your energy. And I was on this forgiveness high. Yes. This is where we need to stay. And I was feeling so high and so good, almost to the point, Megan, of like nauseous because it was so weird to feel that happy. It was scary. I felt nauseated because I'm not used to being so happy. It was really almost uncomfortable. Whoa. I'm supposed to be this way all the time. So feels so delicious. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like being on a roller coaster a little bit. Like you're at the top and you're like, yeah. you're like, wow, this is so <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so now I have this beautiful dog in my life. This is where we're supposed to be. I created this magic. Yes. Yes, it is. That's so good. And, and not only do I have a beautiful dog, but I have a new friend, a woman too. It's not just about the dog. <laughs> I have this new amazing friend and this new amazing dog in my life. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. You and know, because so, I was sitting in this development petting a dog. I was like, last week I was dreaming about this. Now I'm sitting here, but go ahead. What were you going to say? Yes, yes. The fact that you let go of resistance and you had a clear vision of what you wanted, but I'm curious about the forgiveness meditation. So I don't know if that's something Uh, to to today or a separate episode, but I, I just love it. Add it here a minute ago. It's Michael Beckwith's forgiveness prayer. It's really good. I just said it over and over again. The magic of it just started to work, but forgiveness is magic. You want to do a thing on forgiveness next time and Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Forgiveness is so powerful. I think it deserves its own thing to be. It definitely does. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people meditate. That's why people go into forgiveness, creativity. Those are just taxi cabs to high vibe praying. We're supposed to be in this state of just 
Woo! Happiness. That's when we're creators. We're manifesting anyway. When you're in the level of the problem, you're not solving, you're just creating more negativity. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I, mean, I love that idea of taxi cabs to time. <laughs> Let's yeah. not forget the, the power up taxi cab. Yeah. The power up taxi cab. It's yeah. so funny. When I, I was with my little daughter, she was five. I don't know if you have this in LA, in New York City, when there's a big movie, the taxi cabs have the sign on the movie. They have mm-hmm. that in LA too. Probably on buses and Right. At this point, it was the Lorax was big. All these cabs had the Lorax on top of them. And she goes, mommy, we can go to movie. She goes, let's just get in one of these cars and they'll take us right to the movie. (laughs) That's what she thought because it had the Lorax on that she would just get in the car and it would take her right to the movie. (laughs) It's hysterical over that. We still laugh about that. That's the innocence of the thinking. Why wouldn't it take you to the movie? It's got the big billboard on top of the car. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly what this is. Let it just take you to the movie. Just go with it. Yes, yes, yes. What are some other taxi cabs that you like? I Uh, like gratitude. Uh, My favorite, I've noticed for me, the most power is in prayer. I think maybe everybody has their own love language. Gratitude and power ups might be your love language to the unified field. Mm -hmm. Prayer for me, I think, is number one. Meditation. When I can do a meditation where I can change my level of consciousness, when I can relax, this is another issue we should put out or episode levels of consciousness. We're in beta right now, I think. And you go to alpha and delta and theta, maybe mixing them up when you're just about to fall asleep or in sleep. I think it's delta, the deepest one. And you can relax yourself down, down, down. That's when I can put myself into a state of relaxation so deep, I can get uh, intelligence from the universe. Mm-hmm. Is that why I keep waking up at three o'clock in the morning and okay. getting <laughs> ideas? Yeah. And that's when it's good to have a board meeting. You have to have a board. I think this is also in uh, Vic Vishen Lakashani from Mind Valley talks about this. And also, um, I think this was in Think and Grow Rich. People got it from that. Who wrote Think and Grow Rich? I don't know. Look up Think and Grow Rich. It's a very famous book. Anyway, you have a board. You could have people that are alive or dead and you go in, you're in a boardroom and you push the button and then people come in. You could have Wayne Dyer or Tony Robbins or Oprah, whoever it is. Mystics. You present, here's my issue. This is what I'm working on right now. And let them talk. Sometimes they start talking to each other and fighting. Don't force it. I did one this morning. Mystics came in. I had a mystic meeting. Awesome. They just talk and I swear it's magic. Wow. These people came and they just gave me all this guidance. Yeah. It it really works. Like I highly recommend that. You probably feel loved and supported. Yeah. Yeah. One time I did it and I got out of it and I felt a feeling of forgiveness of love and love of everybody came over me so strongly that was in this state of love that was so insane. I've never felt anything like it before or after. It was amazing. I'll never forget that. This is why people do this. It's not just lip service. They're tools. 
So that's what I'm curious about. What is the actual tool that you're using? Or do you just do it on your own or just relax your mind? Do you use a certain kind of music? Do you say some things or um, with me, recording? depending what I'm doing with me, I like to read. I'm now into reading wisdom. So I'm reading the, the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah, Buddhist wisdom, any kind of mystical wisdom and prayers but I was always a prayer writer even for years and years and years and now I'm realizing even the strength of my own prayers are is helping me so I'm reading other people's prayers and I'm reading my own mm-hmm. the meditating is sitting quietly and then doing the boardroom is like a countdown like you would see in the movies would see three and then it would be like that swoosh that would go around the countdown mm-hmm. to the movie three two one but you see three three like three 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 two, 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 one, one, one. And then I just do this countdown. Anything you can do to just get yourself in such a relaxed state. And then you can call people in. Those are my favorites. I like guided meditations, gratitude. I am just working on living from a place of no ego because Wayne Dyer says ego is edging God out. My highest place because I like this feeling. Good. Well, it shows. Oh, thank you. What about you? What's your favorite tools? For being high vibe? Yeah. <clears throat> I really like the power up, which is yeah. the technique I created that you can do it in 10 to 15 minutes and it's breathing and gratitude and celebration. And it just really will alter your physiology really quickly and get you to the next best feeling, if not better. Yeah. So no matter where you're at, you're going to feel just slightly better. That's all we can hope for is the next best feeling, next best feeling, next best feeling. I also journal because instead of meditating and trying to clear my mind, sometimes if I can just write down like stream of consciousness, then I can get in touch with the divine downloads that way. Little moments of mindfulness and and gratitude really help. To, I, I think you're talking about something so important. I want to almost tattoo this on my body because it's so important. When you're mindful to something, even when you have a cup of water and you feel the coolness and the wetness, pay attention to it because it's going to reveal itself to you. It can't reveal itself to you if you're on your phone or you're whatever, you're not paying attention. Right. Practicing the mindfulness muscle is also being able to get in touch with what your own feelings are. Yeah. Noticing what your own thoughts are and awareness is the the key to change. So if you're more aware that, Oh, I'm kind of complaining today. The other day I had a horrible, horrible night's sleep. I said, gosh, it! I'm not going to complain about this because I'm not even going to mention it to anybody. Because I don't want to complain. Yeah. And um, that that awareness, it's really important. What you're saying is also brilliant because this is what Michael Beckwith says. What you're speaking, maybe other people say this too, you're putting into law, but you're putting out, you're creating your own laws and you're living by your own laws. Mm-hmm. There's so many spiritual laws and we create our own spiritual laws and we live by these laws. And when you're not high vibe and you're saying all these complaining things like I'm an idiot. I can't do anything. You're making laws. It's not serving you. 
when you get frustrated, why am I, why am I so rich? Or why am I so happy? This is another way to solve an opportunity. When you're asking why questions, ask positive ones. (laughs) Why does everybody want me for this job? Yeah. So true. Yeah. You don't like the answers you're getting? Ask better questions. Ask different questions. The universe will answer any question you ask it by law. Yes. So get the yes. answer you want. Mm-hmm. If you are faced with an opportunity, like a problem or challenge, you can say, what is the best possible outcome? Here. The highest good of all. If you want a puppy, stop you know, focusing on a rock. Right. Yeah. The focusing on the lack is only going to create more lack. Yes. Ask the better question. What's the highest good of all is always the best. The micro and the macro is the same. So what we get blessings, the whole world is blessed. Absolutely. Why wouldn't we want that? It's our ego gets in the way. So even if somebody breaks up with you or me or whomever, And then they're happy with another person. And then we're jealous of that. Bless them and happiness reign over their union. And you'll get amazing relationship too. You got to edge the ego out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, that darned ego and, and jealousy is tough too. Forgiveness of yourself for being jealous. I don't get jealous very often. That for me is, has been a very good thing because that's a hard feeling, but I really do notice it when I do get jealous and boy, howdy, that's a hard one. Yeah. I I think Facebook, this is part of the collective that we're having problems because you look at everyone presents their best self on Facebook, mostly best self on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I don't get jealous a lot either, but there is this woman, she's a very attractive lady and she grew up in my town. She seems like she's had this perfect life, perfect everything. Most times I'm not bothered by that, but I'm like her perceived perfectness bothers me sometimes. Why am I bothered by her? Mm -hmm. My life hasn't been perfect. I'm sure hers is not either, but it just seems so perfect. Yes. Out of a magazine, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know someone like that too. Yeah. They're beautiful. They have beautiful, perfect children. They're wealthy, everything. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. I don't understand. It's a thing for me to work on. It's an opportunity for me to work on that. Mm-hmm. To shine the light on that and say, yeah. hmm, this yeah. is not serving me. That's why we love when we hear, oh, you know what? Well, the husband's unfaithful or they're losing their job. It's not perfect over there. I would imagine it's not. It seems so perfect. You know what? I hope it's as perfect as it seems to be because it just put more joy in the world. I'm good with that. That's a good way to think of it. Jenna, we are figuring it out right over here. here. If you want high vibe, you want to work through some stuff. We got you. We got your back. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so excited for next time. I love it. Thank you, Megan. Big hug and kisses to you. Aw, same to you. See you next time. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live 
on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, www.jennajake.com.